The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to be inspired, informed, motivated, and recharged on radio's favorite power hour, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Every day is a stellar day on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Let's get this party started. Cynthia will be back to kick it all off after this break. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Welcome, everyone, to the world's most positive talk show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Ritten. And we are your hosts here on the show every single week, bringing you the experts and the authors. In today's show, we're going to be talking about Helping Haiti Secrets of the Lost Symbol, and then Be the Star You Are for Teens, and another potpourri of ideas. Uh, For Haiti, we want to give you the most uh, updated information on how you can be of help and how we can assist the victims of this devastating earthquake in Haiti. We're going to be talking about this in just a second. And in our second segment, you know, there's only one Dan Brown, and you all know uh, the Da Vinci Code and the newest book, The Lost Symbol. Well, there's the secrets of the lost symbol. I'm going to be interviewing uh, Dan Burstein, who has written the guide to the mysteries behind the Da Vinci Code. So that's pretty fascinating. And then we will get into the writing process in uh, Be the Star You Are for Teens, as well as other ways that you can help your life be a bit more positive. Well, one of the poorest and least developed countries in the world, as we know, Haiti in recent years has just struggled with problems ranging from near-constant political upheaval, health crises, severe environmental degradation, an annual barrage of hurricanes which have killed at least 800 people or more and caused great damage. And in the past decade, the news from Haiti has been just heart-wrenching. Entire communities and crops 
they depend on were repeatedly devastated by the storms. There's deforestation. There is exasperated by the charcoal production to cook and buy food. There's topsoil erosion. There's just one thing after another there in Haiti. I mean, they're, they're even feeding their children dirt cookies, which is this oh. dirt mixed oh, with fat and baked in the sun because of the poverty. But the worst thing to have happened in 200 years on January 12, 2010, a massive earthquake struck Haiti. It reduced the capital to rubble. It's the worst earthquake, you know, in at least 200 years, and it's killed more than 50,000 people. So Heather and I really wanted to talk about foreign aid, how you might be able to help, and how you can trust uh, the agencies that are sending help there. So, Heather, let's talk a little bit about this poor nation of Haiti. I've visited there three times, and the people are very lovely, but it is very, it is extremely poor. And what is going on as now that you have heard of with um, this terrible devastation from the earth, from the um, the uh, the earthquake? earthquake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and unfortunately, in in the last um, week, they had a second aftershock uh, that was nearly as high, but it was short lived. And they don't believe um, there's been any additional life taken. But they, as of now, they are saying the body count they believe is 200,000 people have perished in this earthquake. Is it and, up to 200,000? Oh, oh yes, and, and I mean, and that's just what they've that's found. Entire city. Exactly. I mean, entire city. That you know, that's. A county sometimes it's it's horrifying here and and just in reviewing it um, with it being such an impoverished place and and where it is um, located uh, geologically wise I mean this is a, a country that's endured you know earthquakes uh, tsunamis hurricanes all this kind of stuff and of course you know in the aftershock the the weather that's coming along with it is only further causing problems uh, it's hor- you know it's so sad watching it on the news is until you actually live through something, when you see things on the news, it's sad, it's, it's really heartbreaking, but you really, it's really hard to sympathize. Or at the same time, you know, what, what's so amazing um, as, as a country, what things we've um, endured is kind of out of tragedy comes triumph. And with this, as right now America is struggling financially, that you see every day, um, you know, our unemployment rates are increasing, people are losing their jobs. But it's the simplest amount of things that over there, um, they, they are in so much need. It puts so much into perspective about what is truly important and how much we really have. Um, there's been you know, a lot and of I things. wanted to say something there, too, because that's, that is very true, is that many people here are feeling frustrated and depressed and sad because of the, the loss of jobs and revenues. But when it comes down to it, having life is what is critical. And Haiti it became the first black republic to declare independence in 1804. And these mm-hmm. people that live there have a very surviving spirit, and they reach out to one another, even in such desperate needs. They're really survivors. I mean, they were digging out the survivors with their bare hands, treating wounds with what little they had. I mean, it's an unimaginable tragedy, but this does put life in perspective for all of us. Most definitely. And, um, you know, and unfortunately what happens with a lot of these things sometimes is people, you know, instantly, if they can't, um, you know, it's, it's fascinating. In my line of work, that it's medical, so we focus on more reproductive. I, I'm friends with a lot of people who are in the nursing and medical field, and a lot of people um, are headed over to Haiti currently, um, to help in this effort, there's such a demand for nurse and medical care over there, and they're just keeping anyone and everyone that's able to. At the same time, what's unfortunate about this is a lot of times there's a lot of looky-loos, robberies, or people find ways of, um, you know, deceptively cashing in on these things if they start, you know, oh, donate money, this is for Haiti. Well, it's really not. It's for some person. So trust that, you know, so it's the thing right this is right now is that a lot of people, they want to help, but they don't know how, and they and at the same time, people are afraid to get things. Um, a great thing is through the American Red Cross, 100% of donations will go to help there. Um, uh, President uh, Obama has been a big person of it, and something that's so simple in today's mo- modern technology, if you text the word QUAKE to 20222, 
a $10 um, donation. Will be, it will prompt you. It will give you um, some prompts to make sure you do want to go through with it. Um, but it's just $10. It will be deducted. You All um, cell phone providers are connected with this, and so it will just show up on your cell phone bill as an additional $10 charge. Again, what was the what was the word, Heather? You send the word quake, Q-U-A-K-E. Q-U-A-K-E. Yes, and you text it to 20222. And it's the Clinton Bush Haiti Fund, and you can go to clintonbushhaitifund.org um, to find more additional information as well. And um, there's so many. Right now, it's as simple you know, as Googling something to find well, out. I wanted to jump in there quickly and yeah. give a website that is very trustworthy that people can help. And, of course, the American Red Cross is right there at the top. But I've had just a lot of requests at Be The Star You Are because we're a charity and, and people saying, what, you know, how can we help, what are you doing, et cetera. And because people know that in the past we have Operation Ground, something that we always help. But in this case, Be The Star You Are being a literacy charity doesn't have any resources. We're not medical, we're not food, we're not dollars. Mm-hmm. So we personally cannot do anything at this point. Haiti's an illiterate country sending books and resources wouldn't help them and for now. So here's what we wanted to recommend, Heather, is go mm-hmm. to charitynavigator.org. That's www.charitynavigator.org. This is a, a very renowned charity site. In fact, uh, not long ago we had the founder of it on our radio show who wrote the book Spirit of Service. And what Charity Navigator does is it investigates all charities um, around the country that mm-hmm. take in donations, and they have right on their homepage a list of all the charities and what they are doing and how you can help. So all you have to do Great. is click on it, and I'll just tell you a couple of them that come up right away, and it tells you what they're doing. So like the American Red Cross, CARE, AmeriCare, Convoy of Hope, Direct Relief, uh, Relief International, Doctors Without Borders, Food for the Poor, Partners in Health, Save the Children, and Water Missions International are some of the ones there. And they tell you, like right now, for example, you mentioned American Red Cross. It's sending tarps, hygiene items, cooking sets for approximately 5,000 families. It's helping the injured. Um, they've set up, of course, tents, and they have the doctors there that are all helping with the disaster. So charitynavigator.org is a really good way to check if somebody is for real because you don't want to get scammed. You want to make sure that your help is going. And there's so many ways. You know, something that's so um, interesting to me as well is with my age demographic, um, it's fascinating. A lot of people, they seem so concerned about this, you know, and they want to help. But interesting enough, you know, going out on the weekends, I'm seeing people, you know, dropping, you know, 20 to $100 on drinks and food and not really thinking much about it. But then it seems so, like, such a big deal to donate, you know, $10 cash or sorry, $10 to an actual worthy cause. So a lot of things here in San Diego, what's really been neat in the last few weeks is the downtown area, a lot of the nightclubs have um, been, that they're cover charged for the night, that everything is going towards the American Red Cross, the Haiti Relief, or they're throwing, you know, kind of little events that get people to go out and socialize at the same time their money is going to um, more than just a bar tab. It's actually going to services. That and they paying. won't even miss it. You won't miss, yeah. you know, that, you won't you know, miss a couple of dollars. And I can just tell you from being in Haiti not so long ago, um, it was probably about a year, just about a year ago, and I was speaking on a cruise line, and that there was actually the strangest thing. There was had been an earthquake under the sea near Jamaica, and so mm-hmm. it, you couldn't get into Jamaica. And um, anyway, people would swim out to the ship, and they would dive for any pennies or anything that you could throw over to them. So it's, it's something that they, you know, a little bit goes a long way there. I wanted to give out one uh, other site, too, Heather, if I may just jump in yes, here one more time. Please. And that's for food. Um, and this is thehungersite.com. The Hunger Site, they uh, provide food to healthy, they, to Haiti. They are um, a supporter of the Haitian, uh, Haitian people in their uh, time of need, and they are working um, – directly with partners in health to supply emergency supplies. And our newsletter distributor, 
Scott Thorson actually is a volunteer there, and so I wanted just to give that out to support them because, again, food and medical supplies are, are definitely the most important thing, and shelter for, these, for the people right now. But yeah, I'm so glad you're encouraging people to, you know, just give up one drink a week. One, all it is, one simple, drink. You know, as, as people, you know, they think when they go to get their mocha choco latte, you know, what it's, it's so funny, the littlest things sometimes, you know, if, if you just cut back, you know, one day you just decide I'm not going to get coffee today, what they could really go to. And there's so many ways if you're afraid of just as simple as texting something and it can be put into um, on Friday night, on uh, January 22nd, uh, they're on NBC. They're going to be having a celebrity telethon where you can call in and donate money. Also, Ben Stiller has a Haitian charity uh, that was set up long ago um, with an orphanage there um, for education. And currently, um, if you go onto his website, I, the name of it escapes me at the moment, but I'm sure if you just Google it, um, all proceeds currently are going to, and, and Wyclef John, um, who was from the band The Fugees, um, they are actually from Haiti, and they um, have a website as well going on. It's called Yuli, and um, you can go there and donate as well. Um, there's just there's so many opportunities right now, and as we just said. And I want to give a couple of tips to avoid people yes, really need people maybe Please help do. you avoid getting scammed or doing the wrong thing. Number one, do not give to the Haitian government. <laughs> Haiti <laughs> is known to be a very corrupt country, and Charity Navigator has been warning against this. There are news reports that uh, post-earthquake have indicated that the government has pretty much not been functioning at all. And if that isn't enough reason not to give directly to the Haitian government, then consider the fact that they cannot contributions to the foreign governments. They're also not tax deductible, but it may be just going into the pockets of, of the corrupt government. So not helping. Also, um, avoid giving to any newly formed charity or uh, make sure you're giving to established charities that have been around a few years all of a sudden now what's happening is uh, scammy people are setting up charities because they know people will donate in a crisis. And the odds of your money or donations getting to where they need to go is probably zero. So it's doubtful. Find a charity with a proven track record and then make sure to provide disaster relief with them. So that's why I say CharityNavigator.org is a good place to start when you're looking for places. And it's best to designate your investment, you know, whatever you're going to do, to uh, what you would like it to be for, whether you want it for food or medical, et cetera, uh, or when it's a small amount, like the $10 that you're doing, then you can, that can be fine. So I just wanted to give out those couple things. And be very careful of email solicitations. Be leery of people you don't know who contact you as an online campaign or who call you on the phone and just delete those kind of unsolicited um, emails that have attachments because and, it, it could be bad. And I also like, um, for just in a sense for this whole experience, just to serve as a reminder for people as well, is that, you know, in life we always try to plan for things, but when it comes to natural disasters, we are always caught off our guard. Here in California, we are having crazy rainstorms. There's been tornado warnings here in San Diego um, today, which is just ridiculously crazy. But that is something, too, is just a thing to have a plan. If you remember back when you were in elementary school at the beginning of the year, the teacher had you bring in your earthquake kit, you know, that had snacks and water and a blanket. Do the same at home. Make sure you have a plan, that you have a box set aside that has shoes, water, batteries, a light bulb, uh, flashlights. Have something that in case something happens, you're able to survive at least three days, you know, with food, water. Um, you know, make sure you know, if you have children, you guys have a meeting spot. You know, where where's a safe place if things are going to hide, if there's fire, water. Have a plan. Think ahead. Um, just because we just you never know, and it's always better to be prepared than unprepared. Yes, it's better to be safe. Well, thank you again, Heather, for all these tips on Haiti. Again, remember the charity is uh, charitynavigator.org if you want to check out the charities. And do just give one drink away and send that money to help the people in Haiti. Well, when we return from break, you're going to meet Dan Burstein, 
who is written the unauthorized guide to the mysteries behind the Da Vinci Code sequel. His book is Secrets of the Lost Symbols, so get ready for some mysteries, some magic, and some miracles. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are, and we'll be coming right back. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a change maker when you dare to care by supporting Be the Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at be the star you are.org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, hello there, all the power partners out there. Thank you for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, where the world does come to talk and listen. And every week, Be the Star You Are brings you the authors and the experts who expand your horizons, help you think out that pro- outside that proverbial box and grow your brain power Increasing literacy in the world is a major concern and a priority for us here. To make a tax-deductible contribution to the efforts of Be The Star You Are, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Now, when we talk about expanding your horizons, growing your brain power, and thinking outside the box, it would be difficult to find a more appropriate source than the New York Times bestseller of The Secrets of the code, Dan Burstein, as uh, New York um, Magazine so aptly wrote, if anyone can divine the contents of the lost symbol, it's Dan Burstein. And Dan is with us today. We're not going to have enough time to ask him all the questions and get all this incredible, incredible insight into the secrets of the lost symbol. But welcome, Dan, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Thank you so much, and it sounds like you're doing wonderful things with your show, and, and uh, that's all very important uh, work that you've been talking about this afternoon. Oh, thank you so much, Dan. There, there's so much work to do, isn't there? There I just is. need a few but... more hours in the day. We really want to make a difference. Yes, <laughs> but, but there's I a lot of great people I thank you for making a difference, too. And, and what's really exciting about the books you write is that you really are uh, going for the fact and dividing up fact from fiction and where it mixes, et cetera, and where I wanted to start with you was I was absolutely fascinated. You grabbed me right from your introduction when you said that you set your alarm for 3.15 a.m. on September 15th so that you could download Dan Brown's newest book, The Lost Symbol. But then you made this amazing comment that this indeed was the book you had been expecting for five years. I think I, I was, like, blown away by that comment. I thought, Dan Burstein knows what Dan Brown is going to write before Dan Brown writes it. 
Well, tell, we have, tell us we about have that. Incredible experiences back when we did uh, our Secrets of the Code book, which was about the Da Vinci Code. If our listeners remember back when the Da Vinci Code was on everyone's mind, and I think it still uh, is actually. And, and we did a guidebook. We did the first guidebook. There are now about fifty guidebooks, if you can believe that, to the Da Vinci Code. But ours was the first. And ours was the only one that looked at the Da Vinci Code from all different perspectives, uh, both uh, religious, not religious, uh, scientific, art history, uh, history, philosophy, etc. One of the most interesting things we found while we were writing about the Da Vinci Code was on the book's jacket, on the flaps, Dan Brown had embedded a secret code. And that code was certain letters that were bold. And when you strung those letters together, which we did back in 2004, it spelled out, is there no help for the widow's son? And we set to work and determined that this was a phrase that was very important in the history of Freemasonry in America. And we therefore made a prediction in 2004 that Dan Brown's next book would be set in Washington and would be about the history of the Freemasons. And six years later, Lo and behold, we have the lost symbol, and it is set in Washington, and it is very much about the Freemasons and a lot of ritual symbols and historical uh, events that surround uh, the Freemasons, including things that a lot of people don't know. George Washington, father of our country, was a very prominent Mason. Benjamin Franklin, John Hancock, Paul Revere, nine signers of the Declaration of Independence, um, the Washington Monument in Washington is an Egyptian obelisk, and there's a reason for that, because it's an important symbol in Freemasonry. And, and I could go on and on, but we predicted five years before the book even appeared that Dan Brown would use the Washington Monument, that he would use the Library of Congress, that he would uh, use the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., and, and sure enough, all these things showed up in the book. That had to just be so fulfilling and at the same time just like blow you away. I was, I was just blown away by that. I want to talk about Freemasonry because what you just said about so many of the founders of our country, I, I am a history major and I also did not know all of this about our founders until I read your book. So well, tell us a little bit about Freemasonry and, and what are those lost words? What really was it about, and, and why are there so many secrets surrounding it? Well, there's a lot of uh, myths and, and a lack of knowledge about Freemasonry, and it is a secret society, or as they like to say, the Masons like to say they're a society with secrets. Uh, they do have all these rituals and initiation rites that they try to keep uh, very much among themselves. But the origins really... Uh, are very important uh, philosophically and intellectually uh, as it bears on the American democratic experience. The Masons really got going in in Europe in the uh, late 17th and early 18th century, so 1600s, 1700s, and they were really quite a revolutionary group because they were talking about ideas like democracy, brotherhood, the rule of countries by humans, by men, mortal men, not by kings, queens, popes, etc., uh, and, and believing very much in science and scientific progress and self-discovery and the fundamental equality of, of people and diversity and uh, not really being a religion, but not requiring people to belong to any religion to join. So there's throughout Masonry, there's a sort of a belief in a supreme being that, that is pretty universal to Masons all over the world, but but you can be a Buddhist Mason, you can be a Hindu Mason, and you can be uh, an Islamic Mason, and a Christian Mason, and a Jewish Mason. And, and one of the really interesting things for me, having never been to Freemason lodges or halls uh, prior to my work on this, was to go to Washington, D.C., to the House of the Temple, which is the headquarters of the Scottish Rite Masons, and very important in Dan Brown's law symbol. It's where the book begins and, and where its climatic scene takes place. And it's one of the few places in Washington, D.C. that you can go to and find an Old Testament, a New Testament, and a Koran sitting together on, a, on an altar table. So uh, this was a very uh, progressive, diverse, tolerant, open way of looking at the world. Uh, and that captivated the attention of people like Washington and Franklin. Uh, and, and in the American experience, masonry became very important 
as where some of the basic ideas of the early Federalists uh, were, were forged. There's a great story that we tell in our book, in, in Secrets of the Lost Symbol, about Paul Revere on the night of his famous ride. That was an amazing story. He, he's arrested by a British constable before he goes out on his ride. Uh, and between the two men, they establish that they're both Masons through... And he let him go. ...passwords, and he lets him go. And I know. You know, has that them. been revealed before? I had never read that about Paul Revere. When I read that in your book, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was the whole it, idea of being in the secret society that right. allowed two people on two different sides of the fence. Right, exactly. And, and, and of course, know, that's why Paul Revere succeeded, is because exactly, the, this exactly. particular Brett let him go. And I was always, in, in uh, elementary school and high school, I always wondered, I was, I was a student of American history and very interested in American history, and when I was taking high school French, I thought about the problem of, how does Lafayette come over to the United States and bond with George Washington and go off to wage military campaigns together? How does that work? Uh, and it turns out they're both Masons, and, and Lafayette mm. arrives with a shared value system. In now, addition. did you, you found this out in the research for your book? Right, yeah. Huh. And, uh, because you know, I don't think this is well known. I mean, I'd never really heard, you know, read this connection anywhere between these illuminaries in our history until I read uh, Secrets of the Lost Symbol. We're talking with Dan Burstein, who is the author of this unauthorized guide to the mysteries behind the Da Vinci Code sequel, and it is just so fascinating because what you have in here really is giving the backstory of not only Dan Brown's book, but the backstory to the history of our country. Yeah, and and we made, uh, my wife and I made several trips to Washington, and, and we have some, what we call her uh, uh, mystical, magical, Masonic tour of Washington in photographs on our on our website at secretsofthelostsymbol.com. And I can tell you, I've made hundreds of trips to Washington in my life. And after reading The Lost Symbol and after doing the research for our book, uh, I will never look at Washington the same way again. There's, there are fascinating things in the architecture, in the symbolism, in the message that our founding fathers were trying to communicate about this bold experiment of self-rule by, by mortal men. Uh, and it's really uh, it's there in the architecture and in the buildings and in the layout of Washington D.C. and it's it's just fascinating. Well, for for listeners who haven't picked up a copy of the Secrets of the Lost Symbol, which has just been released, uh, one of the ways that it's formatted and why it's really so impactful is that you have some very very famous and accredited contributors that are, that are from mathematics and science and history and in writing and, you know, architecture and different historical. So this isn't just based on your evaluations or your inspections. It is, it, there are many other voices throughout this book. And, in fact, one that was very fascinating to me was that the character of Catherine is really uh, based on a real-life person probably a conglomerate of Lynn McTaggart and Marilyn uh, Schlitz, but, but he actually talks about uh, Lynn McTaggart in the book. Right. Tell us a little bit about noetic science and how that all works into it. So there, there's always a scientific theme in all of Dan Brown's books, and in The Lost Symbol he's chosen the emerging field of what's called noetic science. And noetics is really... a I'm utterly fascinated by it. Uh, there's a debate about whether it's a valid science or whether it should be thought of as a science. But the people like uh, those you mentioned, uh, uh, Marilyn Schlitz at the Institute of Noetic Sciences in Petaluma, and uh, Lynn McTaggart, who's written a lot uh, and has noetic experiments actually on her website, they are approaching this from what they believe is a very scientific method, really trying to study the power of human thought. So if you've ever been interested in, you know, is there such a thing as ESP? And if there is, how does it work? And how does nonverbal communication take place? And when you see a flock of birds uh, flying in the sky and they suddenly decide to change direction, uh, how did they communicate that to each other? And do I have the power with my thoughts to uh, heal someone else or to solve a problem? Uh, 
and and is thought actually a material force in in all the kind of mind body issues and uh and w- what is the the impact of our point of view and our thinking about something and how does the spiritual and the immaterial Im- impact the material and the physical so they're all about studying those kinds of things and trying to design experiments uh, and Dan Brown created noetics as the next scientific frontier in the law symbol and paid a lot of attention to it uh, in addition to Freemasonry and some of the other issues uh, and and as you, as you suggested Cynthia uh, the character of Catherine Solomon who's the heroine of the story uh is very much based her her scientific work is almost exactly the work that uh Marilyn Schlitz and and Lynn McTaggart are involved with but so neither asked, of those uh scientists were contacted right it was was right it, they they woke up uh when the law symbol came out and were shocked to discover the portrayal of uh, them, their work, and even their their institutions. Uh, Lynn McTaggart's mentioned by name. The Institute of Noetic Sciences mentioned by name in the law symbol. So we went and interviewed both of them and got them to comment on, you know, <laughs> what was it like to suddenly find yourself a character in in a Dan Brown novel, and for people all over the world who had never heard about your work to suddenly be googling you and and looking into your work. And it's very funny because there's actually a scene at the end of the law symbol. Where uh, the Robert Langdon character and the Catherine Solomon character discuss the fact that people are going to start googling for this information. <laughs> I, you know that that it was something that I thought was so ironic and so funny. And of course, for both of them and other people that are in the lost symbol, uh, it, it's actually a boon because this is a great way to create awareness for noetic science. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, of course, in our pages, we also engage the debate on uh, how much scientific validity to to ascribe to to this work, and and where does it take us, and what are the other virtues, uh, and what are some of the problems and and the issues associated here. And interestingly, one of the things that uh, Dan Brown does suggest in the book, uh, in the law symbol, is a lot of these things that we may think of are as only beneficial also have um, surprising dark sides to them. And, and Dan Brown is very interested in the duality of, of the bright side and the, and the dark side of things. Well, you know, you, you compared a little bit to Harry Potter's and the, the black and the white, but it seems that the message of Dan Brown's work, mostly that you bring out in your book, and again, you, um, Dan Burstein's book is Secrets of the Lost Symbol, is that there really is an order to life, and there's really a meaning to everything, and that everything happens for a reason. And that seems to be kind of an underlying theme in everything that Dan Brown writes. Yeah, I think he's very much aware that modern readers and and people living in our age are searching for meaning, searching for context, searching for appropriate spiritual experiences that fit their personal construction of what they're looking for in, in spirituality. And he's showing us that really this was what uh, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson were looking for also, and that they were looking to ancient civilizations for wisdom that went beyond the moment of the 18th century. And they were looking for a society where all points of view could be heard and where uh life had a purpose and a meaning, and part of that purpose was to, to build and to construct and to pass on a legacy to, to future generations. So he does a great job of, of integrating those uh, spiritual themes with what, at the end of the day, is a very enjoyable read as a, as a mystery novel thriller. Well, and he combines, again, as we were saying, the fact, he interweaves that fact in, fact in the fiction to make it so so fascinating and just suck us all in so that we want to find out more about the clues and the, you know, the hidden meaning. But if people want to learn what is fact, what, what was the background, pick up a copy of Secrets of the Lost Symbol, The Unauthorized Guide to the Mysteries Behind the Da Vinci Code sequel by Dan Burstein. It is just fascinating. And the website, secretsofthelostsymbol.com, is that Thank correct, you. Dan? Uh-huh, that's and, it. Uh, and uh, are you working, do, what's, what's going to be Dan's book in the next five years? You working on the next one? 
Yeah, we're we're already starting on the next one. Isn't we, that something? Isn't this exciting? It, it, well, I just I love it. I mean, is where we do you know where we're going next time? I think we're actually going back to visit some of the same material um, and it's some of the stuff that he left out of this book because it was just too much and too, too rich. Much. Um, well, so we'll we'll be back in a couple of years and and well, have that congratulations on just being on the forefront and it's going to be really fun to watch where it all goes. Thank you so much for being on Star Style. Be the star, star you are. It's been such a pleasure to talk with you, Dan. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my pleasure. Secrets of the Lost Symbol. Dan Bursting. Go to secretsofthelostsymbol.com. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. More when we uh, return from break. Stay with me. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Everyone claims to want to be successful in business, but when you focus on what you want to achieve, it's the only way you're going to get results. Learn to visualize and see what it is you want. Decide the image you want to project. Put your vision into a written plan and identify your key issues necessary to reach your target goal. Find and study people who have created a business that you wish to emulate. Recognize your small achievements in the direction of your success and reward yourself. Never give up on your dreams of success. Persistence is vital. Problems will always occur, but solutions will appear as well. So don't quit. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For coaching and consultations, visit star-style.com or call 925-377-7827 to book your consultation today. Apathy, violence, and negative messages are everyday occurrences in our country. You can be a changemaker when you dare to care by supporting Be The Star You Are Charity, a 501c3 that empowers women, families, and youth through improved literacy, positive media, and tools for living. Visit www.bethestarur.org to find out how you can make a difference in our world. Everyone counts. That web address again is www.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are.org. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel, where the world comes to listen and talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now, back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. Well, welcome back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, for all of you who are just joining us, and we are thrilled that you are with us here. And just know that we're here every week bringing you always new, exciting authors, new books, and new ideas, as well as our T for Two segment, where Heather Brittany and I really talk about issues that relate to the generations and that might be really urgent for today. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by the Be The Star You Are Amazon store, where books from this program are available to listeners for a donation to the charity. So if you're interested in getting 
a, uh, a book of any of the authors, make sure to visit Be The Star You Are. It is a donation when you buy it, and we try to have the best prices. This is from Bernie Siegel, who is a psychologist, a best-selling author, and of course he wrote the forewords to our books and is one of my good buddies. My advice is to live your life. Allow that wonderful inner intelligence to speak through you. And how true that is, is that we really have to just live our lives. Last night I was at a, uh, a wonderful uh, seminar for NADIS, which is the National Association for, um, uh, it's the Emmys, Television, Arts, and Sciences. And so many people in broadcasting and media are out of a job today. I mean, we're just changing so quickly. The economy is going down. But the thing that came out of it is to we have to really live in the moment, live our life, and constantly be getting new ideas, new skills, and reinventing ourselves. And one of the things that I thought was important, because it's something I always teach my clients, is that it doesn't matter who signs your paycheck. We are all self-employed. Uh, my colleague at Natus, uh, Cynthia Zider, who was, Zayden, who was a former president and now has her own business, she calls it Me, Inc., and I thought that was a really good way of putting it all together. Is You know, we all have the ability to be our own bosses, but we have more so the responsibility to show up, do a great job, and to know that we are the person that can really make a difference. So make sure that when you are working, whether it's for an employer or you are independent and working for yourself, that you look at your business as working for yourself because you'll always do a better job and that will enhance your career and enhance your perspective and as well as your confidence much more. Uh, I wanted to make a couple of announcements. First of all, this is the final week of the sixth annual essay contest being sponsored by Be The Star You Are as a way to increase literacy and communication. The topic this year is on role models and mentors and who are they. Please go to bethestarur.org. The essay guidelines are right there on the home page, and that's where you can uh, get, in, get into the contest right away. It ends this weekend. You can win $100, a radio interview here. You'll re- get the book, The Twelve, which is by Bill Gladstone, and he is a sponsor of this. It's now a bestseller about 2012. And as we were just talking to Dan Burstein of the Secrets of the Lost Symbol, Secrets of the Lost Symbol, is, you know, I think there's a new resonance in the world today. People are caring more. People want to know how they can get involved and do, do good as well as um, make a living. Like I always say, we can make money and we can make meaning. And I've always been about making meaning because there's always going to be money mistakes and misunderstandings, but why not make some meaning? And in that, I also just wanted to give out a quick phone number for ABBA Cruise and Travel, which is a travel agency that I personally have just used. And I'm really excited because what they do is when you book a, a cruise or travel with them, they donate back to a charity of your choice or to a church of your choice a tithing of 10%. And in my case, I've asked any donation to go to the charity Be the Star You Are because I think that's such a worthwhile organization, all volunteer, where all your dollars go immediately to programs to help others, be the star you are dot org. And their phone number at Abba Cruise and Travel is 866-268-4722. I spoke with Sean, but I know that Donna is uh, another person that's there, and, I, and uh, Will is another owner. And I just wanted to thank them. Um, this is not a paid advertisement. I'm just very impressed. So I wanted to kind of give them a quick shout-out and thank them for supporting Be The Star You Are. Also, with there is a lot of different kind of ways that you can support uh, Be The Star You Are right now. Our new newsletter will be coming out this week, so be watching for it. But I wanted to also share with you that if you love to shop online, one of the things, uh, there are a couple places that when you shop, they donate money to a charity, and one is GiveBackAmerica.com. Another one is igive.com, and another one is mycause.com. 
And if you click on those, any of those, you can pull down Be the Star You Are, and then there's a percentage of whatever you buy. Also, if you're just, you know, a lot of people Google. What I like to do is I do Good Search, uh, do goodsearch.org because they donate a penny to every search to the charity of your choice. Again, my charity of choice is always Be the Star You Are. I also just wanted to, uh, again, say, I know that Be The Star You Are always does Operation Disaster Relief when disasters hit. As of right now, we cannot do anything in Haiti because we are a literacy charity. But we will be offering, um, offering services once Haiti is back on its feet and has enough food and medical aid and, and housing for the people and gets the government a little bit back in order. Then we will be able to send resources but as of now, we are not available to do that. So if you want to find charities that can help for the Haitian experience, go to CharityNavigator.org. Click on their Haiti. You can be assured that any of the charities listed there are for real, that your money is going to go to a very good cause. Now I wanted to get into Be the Star You Are for Teens. As you know, I've, this is my new book, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, learning and leading, and we, being the contributors and I, are making many, many personal appearances. So make sure to check the website at bethestarur.com. Go to events, check our calendar, and you're going to see where we are speaking. We'll be, um, several, several of the teens and I will be speaking at uh, different libraries, and we're talking about the writing process. And what's interesting in when we were having our discussion is how different all of us approach the writing of a book. Now, many people write a book in longhand, and they have a notepad with them at all times. I just happen not to be that kind of person, possibly because my brain works faster than my hand can write, although I can, I'm an extremely fast typer. So it's easier for me to put all my thoughts onto a computer or onto a keyboard or sometimes I'll talk into a tape recorder and then translate it over to the keyboard. Whereas many of the contributors to the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, actually did work in longhand, and they have to create an outline first, and they have to uh, figure out who their, what their story is going to be about with the middle, beginning, and end before they start writing. For me, I am a free-flow writer. I start writing my ideas down, then I look back at where the ideas are going to, and then I decide after that how to create a chapter. And it's been a fascinating experience to work with all these different writers and to find out what it is that makes them tick. But make sure when you go to bethestarur.com, which is the official website for the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, that you visit the bonus page because we have several young writers who have written bonus chapters that are absolutely excellent. And every chapter in the book comes with a true story, a lesson to be learned, as well as a specific exercise that you can implement into your life, and then a quote. So I was just going to read a, small, a short passage from The Gift of Goals that I wrote because since it's a new year and we really want to keep you on track with your resolutions, let's get to the gift of goals. It's on page 112 if you have the book. And if you don't have the book, please order it. We'll send you autographed copies. And the book can be used as a fundraiser if you'd like to buy full cases of it. Again, com. What Winston Churchill wrote, it is a mistake to try to look too far ahead. The chain of destiny can only be grasped one link at a time. Now, I believe in the importance of having goals and, more importantly, of writing them down. When we fail to plan, we plan to fail, and if we don't know where we're going, we're never going to get there. Every January, people make resolutions to lose weight, earn more money, sleep more hours, travel to distant lands, and spend more time with loved ones. But by the beginning of April, most of those great intentions have been long forgotten in the fast-paced existence we all call life. Although statistics indicate that it only takes 30 days to drop an old habit or learn a new one, most of us just don't stick with our plans long enough to reap any benefits. Clients of all ages come to me for help in conceiving and achieving their aspirations. 
And although I don't have a magic wand, I can offer a few tips that may assist you in setting your goals, reaching for the stars, and living your dreams. First, focus on the positives in your life instead of the negatives. Make a list of everything big and small that you accomplished in the last 12 months. Forget about what you didn't do. Let it go. Concentrate on what you did do. Acknowledge your strengths. Pat yourself on the back. Learn to congratulate yourself and then celebrate. You're going to be astonished at how much you did achieve. Eliminate the excuses from your vocabulary. People often say to me that they, they want to write a book or they want to audition for a movie, but, you know, they just don't have the time. They don't know how. They don't know if they would have the skills. They don't think they could do it. And worst of all, they fear rejection. There's only one now, so just do it or quit talking about it. Create a plan of action by breaking down your goals into small, realistic steps. For example, don't say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds this year. Instead, say, I'm going to be healthier this year with the goal of losing two pounds a month, and I will weigh whatever amount by December 1st. Now, those two pounds per month sound really doable, while 25% pounds, they don't sound like it. It sounds like a stretch, and, you know, by the inch, it's a cinch. Decide how much time you can give to your dreams and stick to it. Again, start small, one step at a time. Allocate an hour a week or three hours or months or perhaps an uninterrupted weekend. Tackle each obstacle as it arises without letting a monster into your psyche. Make a list of everyone who can help you achieve your goals and stick to this list. This is especially important if you're achieving your dreams impacts the time you spend with friends, family, or coworkers. Don't underestimate the people that love you. Engage them. When you let them know what you're striving for, they're more willing to help you get there. So ask for help. It's, it's a hard thing for all of us. I know with me it's hard to ask for help. Get organized. This needs to be in capital letters. Get organized. This means organize your workspace, your home, your backpack, your locker, your closet, your purse, your wallet, your car, your schedules. If you operate in clutter and chaos, it's going to be challenging to create anything new. Be a list maker. Create a master to-do list. Or better yet, create a chart with daily, weekly, and monthly goals. This allows you to see what you've accomplished and what you need to do to get to the next step. Plan ahead. Interruptions and unexpected emergencies are going to occur, so allow yourself the space. Be very specific. Many people say they want, you know, better grades, more money, etc. But what does more mean or better mean? Be specific. Don't get overwhelmed. Remember to uh, pamper yourself, to step back, to reevaluate your progress as you go. And your goal is to celebrate your accomplishments, not chide yourself because of the setbacks. Keep your eye on the prize. Focus on how you're going to feel when you've reached your dreams. And remember, it's a process. To make your dreams come true, you've got to have a big one in the first place. Anyway, you are going to have doubts. You are going to have down days. No one's 100% on track all the time. Again, work towards your strengths, not your weaknesses. Hard work, sacrifice, and commitment deserve applause. So you want to create these smart goals. And when you have rewarded your successes and keeping your goals realistic, doable, accountable, and specific, you're going to find yourself creating the future you have always wanted. And the great thing about it is you can do it. You can do it. Don't give up. You are the star of your own performance. Create your goals. Turn your passions into profits. I want to thank you so much for being great listeners and allowing Heather, Brittany, and I into your life every week. Make sure you're tuned right here with us, and you will lead a happier, healthier and more prosperous day and living. We like being your success coaches. You can change your life. You can make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions, go to star-style.com. To make a donation to Be the Star You Are charity, we sure hope you will. Just give up a, a latte a week. You can go to be the star you are org. click on Donate, and you know we're celebrating 10 years. How about donating $10? May there be peace within you today. May you be content knowing you are a child of God. Let the presence settle into your bones, allow you, your soul, the freedom to sing, to dance, to bask in the sun. And as you go out today, remember that no one's ever walked this earth with your exact combination of acquired strengths, weaknesses, skills, talents, frailties, and experiences. You are one of a kind. You have the power to love yourself and be the person you were meant to be. Be the star of your own life. You are a wonder of creation. 
My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate you. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate each moment of your life. And please read a book this week. It is like a garden in your pocket. Pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are or Be the Star You Are for Teens. All proceeds benefit our charity and this radio show. Until next week, when we play again, I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. I'll be with you next week. Thanks for joining me. Thanks again for listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are nonprofit corporation, please visit bethestaryouare.org. That's bethestaryouare.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week.